the show with. Um, no, not real. Unless we, we can try, we can we can try not to talk about mod. No, this I think week. I think they're expecting it from us. Oh no, there's no time for mod talk this week. Master storyteller Theo Peck is on the show. Cue the music. It's the Seti Bimco Show with your hosts Tim and John. I have to tell you, I prefer Golden Girls to mod anyway. I'm not gonna. Hey, oh, this is the Seti Bimco yes. Show. The show, the show where we look at teenage drama in real life and in movies. And this week, we're going to talk with Theo Peck. Yes, the 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 he has a lot the to owner, say. The, the owner of the <laughs> may I can, can I call it the food mecca? Yes, the food mecca. A shout out to all his co- his coworkers who are listening now. I hope he makes them listen. Like that's going to be like their punishment. So how'd your week go, Tim? My week was just busy. It's very nice last mm-hmm. weekend. Uh, took Soul for lots mm-hmm. of walks, trying to keep her busy. And I'm working on things I can't talk oh, about. You yet. don't want to jinx them or reveal them. So nothing. I gotcha. Okay. Nothing. But you're working, working. We, I didn't. I didn't go to. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing happened. And I'm not going to ask you how your weeks are for now. And I'm going to call it. Ask John's thoughts. Well, here's my thought. So, like, I don't know what it was. Saturday, you know, it was. Because that's what. Yeah, because it's just like John's stream of consciousness, because I don't even know what's going to come out of my mouth. (laughs) And so, like, Saturday, you know, it was like. like It it was hot, and I was like, I really don't want to cook, and I never eat fast food. Never eat fast food. But I was like, you know what? There's a Burger King right down the street. So not only did I get the Whopper, but I got the double Whopper with cheese and an order of French fries. Yes. The two patties of flame broiled goodness. I know, I never eat this stuff. I was like, I'm just craving it. I don't know why I'm craving it. And I find, like, when I'm, like, on a diet or I'm training or whatever, I find out, just give into that one craving because if you don't, it's just going to build up and build up and build up. And next thing you know, you're passed out on your floor mm-hmm. with, like, three pan pizza boxes around you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're in a stupor. <laughs> so just give into. So I just yeah. got the damn burger. Yes. And it was so hot that day. It was, like, so, it was, like, 82. So I get into the apartment. Mm-hmm. And I put the burger and the fries on a plate and I grab something out of the fridge to drink. And I just take off my clothes because it's just so hot and I've been working all day. And I'm sitting, I'm just, I'm just in my Calvin Klein briefs. Strange term. I'm just in my Calvin Klein briefs and I'm hungry Mm -hmm. and I'm starving. I just want to eat this burger and get it over with. And, you know, maybe I'll binge and purge later. I don't know. I haven't decided at this point. So I'm like, so basically I am. It's like, it's like an ad for Amber Cobby and Finch. Exactly. Exactly. If if the Abercrombie and Finch models were allowed to have a little bit of a, a little bit of a punch in the belly, um, and yes. so I get uh, so here I am. I'm sitting at my table. I'm like devouring this double whopper with cheese and these French fries, like barely coming fair. And I'm sitting in my Calvin Klein briefs and my black ankle socks, and that's it. And all I can mm-hmm. think of oh. is now it's disgusting. Well, here's what I'm thinking. What if I, I like had a massive heart attack right now and they found my body yeah. like three days later in my Calvin Klein briefs, my black ankle socks face first in a double whopper with cheese. I mean, that's like right up there yeah. with like Elvis on the crapper. I mean, I know he was the king yeah. of rock and roll and all, but in the end they found him on the crapper. I'm just saying, you know oh, what I mean? I'm like, the, I'm always, that's not like, end. but I'm going to be, it's like maybe called a phobia. <laughs> like, I'm always afraid I'm going to like die this really embarrassing oh, yeah. death. That's like going to go all, like go we, we viral. All, you know what I mean? Eat, you know, man attacked yeah. by pigeons. Yep. 
You know, I mean, so I'm going to have some, like, very strange <laughs> and bizarre death that, like, was, like, going to go viral and David be like, oh, I, I went to high school with yeah. him. He was always kind of a freak. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> you can keep those pigeons away with uh, Epicat. Epicat uh, and owls. Breadcrumbs. <laughs> I've heard. All right. I said, well, why don't we get into this show? I think I've said enough right. now, don't you? Yeah, with that, with that, we need to introduce our guest because he he's just chomping at the bit. He talks a lot. Okay, we can introduce our very special guest, Theo Peck. Yay. Yay! We don't have an audience. No, what I was saying about the restaurant business uh, was like it's Theo. all about how you market it. It's like Great. when the guest asked me, "What's the difference between a cake and a tort?" I said, <laughs> "Well, we can't charge seven dollars for a piece of cake." <laughs> I hear you exactly. Wait, uh, before you start. I want to introduce Theo. Okay, I'm sorry. Here we go. <laughs> Theo Peck is the owner of the very popular Peck's and Peckish in Brooklyn. It's it's a deli or a dining experience. His family uh, owned and operated the famous New York restaurant Ratner's, which was open from 1905 to 2004. Your great-grandfather opened that? I. Uh- Am I allowed to talk? Yes, yes, yes. I, yes, he did. I, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. don't know when I'm allowed to talk. You let me know. But yeah, <laughs> uh, my great grandfather you... started at in uh, uh, 1905. But the uh, the thing is that uh, there were three partners there uh, in the in the venerable Ratner's restaurant. Uh, uh, unfortunately, I read the, the Wikipedia part- the... that they flipped flipped the coin for the name. <laughs> Well, I, I'm glad to see that you get your history from Wikipedia. <laughs> That's pretty yes. much true. Uh, actually, someone, um, I'm not going to say who, he secretly put my name on that uh, on the Ratner's Wikipedia and uh, had mentioned an incident that I was a little embarrassed by. But I was like, uh, I read it. I, I, I read I it. I We're going to get to that. You spilled oh. <laughs> whiskey on a camera during the filming. Yeah. Well, <laughs> bring out your dad. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, it, were, it was, were you I'm trying not... to tell the director what to do, Theo? Yeah. I know what you're like. Uh, actually, I, you know, the only person I talked to Where'd was Nick's Ca- Nick Cage's uh, double. I, I talked to Nick Cage double like the entire time. That was my uh, that he was my buddy. You know, so what happened is, you know, I'm not sure if you know this, Tim, but I owned a nightclub uh, on the Lower East Side in the uh, in the 90s in the uh, when New York was, you know. Uh, still rugged, I guess, uh, called Lansky Lounge behind Ratner's. And uh, I, I guess I it had that. an alley. Yeah. And I had an alleyway entrance that um, they wanted to use for this uh, ultimate scene in uh, Bring Out the Dead, where uh, I guess uh, Nick Cage and Tom Sizemore, I think one of them find God. I don't know. I mean, they beat the crap out of, you know, Mark Anthony for a bit. And then they go out and find God. But it takes place in the alleyway. And uh, we were, you know, obviously they paid us to close down the bar. So we we basically took all the bottles of whiskey up to the roof to watch the filming. And, you know, I mean, you could imagine I was in my 20s. You know, I owned a nightclub. There were things happening. There were, you know, who knows what happened. But uh, I'm not even sure it was my fault, to be honest with you. I felt it was a bartender named Vegas who actually did it. So I don't want to say anything. But so I feel that was put on there. I don't know how to say it. Maybe by Vegas. I don't know. That lets you know everything about. I mean, it's kind of funny. I hadn't even thought about that incident in so long. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I will say this. Uh, when you watch. Uh, so what happened is they pay you. Right. And then they ignore you. Uh, you know, they, they were. It's a terrifying lot. All I'm going to tell you is that when I was sitting there, uh, you have, uh, you know, <clears throat> I guess. Can I say Mr. Scorsese? Oh. Uh, you have Mr. Scorsese, Mr. Cage, and Tom Sizemore looking at this bank of uh, videos mm-hmm. at the bar, 
Now, what happened is during the filming, they closed the bar. So what do you think we do the whole time? We try to get all the actors and get everybody drunk. Exactly. Uh, So So you can steal the money. Exactly. So we're like, you know, they're throwing money down. We're having like a good time and basically just talking to all like the extras. Right. As Mm -hmm. I said, Nick Cage is double. Very charming. Very charming. So we decide to go up to the roof so we can look down on the alleyway. Ah, and we have like all these bottles of whiskey in our hands and a bag of ice and all this stuff. We're trying to bring glasses up there. And all I know is I feel I feel as if this gentleman who we employed as a bartender named Vegas, I just want to say something in my defense. I thought maybe that he possibly knocked the drink out of my hand. Oh. Is it my fault because the drink was in my hand? Potentially. But could Vegas then also be somewhat culpable in this? Possibly. Are you naming that's real all names? I'm saying. Do I have to? Do I have to blank yeah. out his name, or I'll get sued? No, we'll his sued name is. It, that's his. That was like literally. Uh, <laughs> that, like let's put this that's way. That's the name on his birth I don't even right know here. if Vegas. I don't even know if Vegas <laughs> is still alive. How about that? Oh, like oh, if Vegas is still alive. God bless him. Yeah, I mean, what Vegas was one of those guys. <laughs> well, you, like, Vegas was one of those guys. Someone? No, Vegas was one of those guys. You're like, is he going to make it to 40? I don't know. You know, you're like, he lived at, I mean, we didn't call him Vegas for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he he lived, came from Las he lived Vegas. lived on the edge. And he made money by bartending at my bar and impersonating Fat Elvis. That was his two jobs. So, I, I mean, I don't know what happened to him. But I, I want to ask you, I'm, I'm hogging questions. I know we both have questions, John. You, you. Uh, I just have one more question, John. That's fine. I'm, oh, I said you're patiently as always. <laughs> I mean, your, believe me, your I'm family's once I get restaurant. Going, yes. What about your my family's, family's restaurant? restaurant? Rat, rat, Ratners. Ratners. Uh, in Wikipedia, it's it's like Billy Graham, L. Jolson, uh, Edie Gourmet, and Groucho Marx went there. Did you meet, ever see Groucho Marx? Uh, he was you know, pretty old the, when you were a kid, but. That was pretty old. But I mean, we saw, uh, you know, all the great Jewish celebrities I've seen at one point or another in in Ratner's. Now, when I was young, I had no idea who they're talking about. But, you know, like you would get like the whole like uh, the most thrilling was probably Bob Dylan um, for me, seeing him eat, eat, seeing him eat. Exactly. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it's kind of crazy. Right. He's sitting there and you're like. And it's like, you know, Ratner's back in the day was like it was a 500 seat restaurant. There was like empty all the time. Yeah. So if you're Bob Dylan sitting did, did there. Did Bob order the gefilte fish? I just want to know. No, no, did, did Bob no. order the gefilte fish? No. He had latkes and pierogies. <laughs> so, you know, believe okay. me, I would have told him if I was serving him, I would have said stay away from the gefilte fish. It's not yeah, my that's favorite. That's one fish I throw back. Well, you know, no. it's it's the Frankenstein of fish. <laughs> yes. But yeah, no, I mean, it's, you know, the thing is, like, uh, we were also very famous for having these gangsters. We had a lot of Jewish gangsters would like do business mm-hmm. there. You know, Bugsy Siegel, whatnot. You know, like for example, Again, do I have to blank this all? No, out? no. There's, well, Bugsy Siegel. No, I <laughs> no, mean, Bugsy well, you know, hasn't the, been with us for quite some time. Did, did you not see the Warren? <laughs> yeah, did you not I see mean, the Warren Beatty movie, Tim? Come on. <laughs> Yes, I will will tell you this, though. Um, When we opened Lansky Lounge, we didn't think that anyone would be upset. But we actually got called by Meyer Lansky's relatives who are like, hey, what's going on here? And uh, they gave us their blessing because they felt that we had uh, we had elevated his like reputation. They're like, oh, this swanky lounge. It's Lansky. They so we got actually got props from the family. Nice. That was, that's a very unusual phone call yeah. to get, though. I'll be honest with right. you. 
Because, yeah. because at that point, so, Lance so, uh, family was still digging up the backyard looking for the money. You know what I mean? They're like, <laughs> I don't think it was like in a bank or anything. It was like in a sock in a, in a coffee can out in the backyard well, somewhere. Well, like the weirdest part is I don't know if you, you can imagine this, but like, you know, we told people like, oh, you know, we kind of I want to say it's like when we open up Lansky Lounge, we kind of maybe – you know, uh, how would you say stretched a little bit of the truth? You oh, know what sure. I mean? Like it's uh-huh. marketing, right? It's marketing. And, you know, is it, maybe is it my true land- that, that they he ate there and he thought he should have his own room. Oh, that, Wikipedia oh all the said. time. But he didn't. Okay. But he didn't have his own. The, the whole back room story yeah. was something we just kind of made up on the fly. Yet somehow yeah. it became the whole story. And people are like, oh, this is the back room where you do all his right. business, yada, mm-hmm. yada. Um, but yeah, it was totally fake. I mean, it was just, he was a yeah, customer. Theo, it was right. fake. We understand. Well, it was half all half fake. the stuff we learned, it was but all I will fake. Say, half the, no, no money changed hands. Half of, the, half of the stuff we learned about George Washington wasn't true, you know? So, I mean, right. Ex- <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny you say that because I was just I, at Mount Vernon, the home of George Washington with my son and the tour guide himself said half of what you know about George Washington is fake. John, I don't know if you've been on that tour recently, but I feel you have. Yeah, I mean, I got that it's same. It's been a number uh, of years. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a number of years, yeah. So uh, yes. I just thought you'd have all these stories about entertainers you met while working, because you worked at Ratner's when you were young, right? I, I worked at Ratner's since I was six. But, oh like, I, I didn't really meet, like, I mean, I didn't really meet any of the, uh, like when I was at Radnor's when I was young, I didn't really understand who I was meeting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. when you're young, you just get introduced to everybody like they're just like your yeah. cousins well, or whatnot. Yeah. But even was, when you're it, young, you know Groucho, he's got the glasses and the, the, and the well, nose well, and the mustache. He, Come he, on. You know what's upsetting and the, me, actually? And the cigar. He, well, here's what I'm going to say. The only thing that's upsetting me, the more you say Groucho, I'm looking at my little picture in the phone here, and I see my uh-huh. eyebrows, and I see the glass, and I feel like literally I'm wearing Groucho glasses right now while talking. We're not, I'm like, we're not showing the pictures, Theo. I, I so know, worry. but I'm like just shocked. I'm like, when did this happen? Right, did this yeah. happen in like my 40s? So do I need to find, do I need it's to find just someone in the Marx family and get a DNA test? I mean, like, what's going on here? I, would, I mean, pretty much. I mean, look at this. I mean, I swear to God. And I not only that, I trim my eyebrows like every seven days. I mean, this is, oh, you know, seven days. this oh is trimmed. God. Yeah. I, yeah, I got, oh, I got yeah, to go every three uh, weeks. Yeah. <sighs> it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. Hair I mean, just starts growing where you stuff. don't want it Let's, to grow. It's, it's just part of aging. Well, I mean, the, the thing is, like, my mom used to put, like, she would, I would come into the kitchen when I was younger, like, when I was, like, nine or ten, and she'd be like, come here. And I'd be like, come what? Here. She'd, like, just take this, like, popsicle stick with hot wax and not tell me and just slap what? it right between my oh eyes my on my unibrow. <laughs> and I'd be like, whoa, 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 what the? And I'd be like, this is so painful. And then she would just come and, like, rip it off. And I'd be like, what? What just happened? What? what? I don't even know. And she'd be like, you look so much better. Come here. Come here. <laughs> And I mean, every time I, <laughs> and the thing was, it was like this hot wax pot. I don't even know if the pot was ever changed, if the oh, wax oh was ever God. changed, but she had this wax <laughs> pot, like in the kitchen and it would just sit there. And I know every time she starts bubbling, hmm. I'd be like, oh fuck, I got to oh, get out God. of the room. You're so like, yeah. <laughs> and you're so, like, <laughs> you're like the kids, whose, I mean, whose really family, the, the kids whose family own the Greek restaurant don't have to do this. <laughs> right. I mean, the thing is, I mean, the funny part is, it's like, I don't have any hair growing here anymore. It's crazy. Like, it means she ripped well, every follicle out. Accomplished. I mean, she go. did it for like years. Exactly. There you go. Uh, you should have seen before my brother got married. 
Well, before my brother got married, my mom was like, listen, one more time. I'm going to send you to this expensive place for eyebrows, okay? It's very <laughs> expensive, but we're going to make your eyebrows look nice because otherwise they're disgusting. <laughs> and then, so that's how I that's how I see my like, – I'm like, okay. okay. You know, you, so, yeah, you so haven't given me a complex since I was nine, Mom. <laughs> Jesus. I, uh, don't worry. There's complexes everywhere oh, in the room. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> did, she, did she do this to everyone that came to your house? Uh, no, just me. But okay, what would happen you. is like before like a big holiday, like Passover or something, and all my aunts were there, they'd all be slapping wax on each other, like being <laughs> oh like, God. oh, let me get your chin. Let me get your mustache. Let me get your face. Like everybody was getting waxed. It was like we're making borscht and wax in our face. It was crazy. Borscht and wax. <laughs> I'm a borscht and wax, baby. That's, that's my podcast coming out next borscht month. Borscht and wax. Oh, good. I want to hear Seder that. memories. Yes. Yeah, that would be uh, – that's awesome. And you <laughs> – I have no segue for that. Do you, John? Oh, I can, I, I can go in any direction. Well, segue on to some food. Before, well, I mean, before you tell your I could, story, I could have gone on to Brazilian waxes. Well, I, mean, I could have gone on. To, oh, there are tons of things I could have segued to. Tim. Don't you worry about me. I'm just keeping my mouth shut. Well, okay. Well, I mean, I, I hear that. You know, I, I can't. I mean, all I'll say is, I grew up with a mother who was very concerned about my every waking moment. Maybe but, not for the good. There would. I, that's how I would segue into anything. Okay. You know? Oh yeah. Well, because, I can segue uh, because I don't think she she was that worried. Because I want to segue to your younger days before teenage days, because you told me, and I mentioned to John, you made mm. brownies and went out on the streets of Manhattan at night. Is this at night and just sold brownies yes. to, to strangers? Well, you know, you don't end up, you know, having a, a, a bakery, cafe, coffee shop, deli slash ex- dining experience dining Mecca. at the age of 50 <laughs> Mecca without starting somewhere. Um, and uh, so what we so what I did is I guess when I was like 11 or 12 and I had like during the summer, uh, mm-hmm. what I would do is I would make uh, I would I had like a laundry cart, you know, the laundry cart. Yeah. And yeah, I would make yeah. 10 varieties of brownies. And I'd have a cooler in the bottom. I would ice, you know, I'd put the, I'd put milk and cups in there in the, in the chest freezer on the bottom of the thing. Then I'd have my 10 varieties of brownies. And what I would do is I'd wrap each one in like cellophane, but nice yeah. cellophane. And then I'd put a little teddy bear on it, you know, very, boom, very good the for sticker. the environment. Exactly. Very good. And then I would have a sign, you know, and I'd say teddy bear brownies. And I had 10 varieties, you know, uh, four with nuts, six without nuts, mm-hmm. but just all sorts of craziness. And uh, I would go out on the streets at all times at night in the day. As a matter of fact, I was just and, telling and, my son that I was out and, on the street at like oh. 10 o'clock at night on like a, on a Thursday. And he was like, what? Like, that's crazy. And I'm like, yeah, no, exactly. I'm only like two. I'm like, my son knows it's crazy. You were perfectly safe because your eyebrows were nicely mm. waxed. So. Exactly. Well, you see what happened mm. is I started out during the day and I would do, and I, you know, I would go to the entrance at 72nd. I'd go to Strawberry Fields. This is like before, I guess mm-hmm. it was maybe like early. It's 1982. So I'd be selling, be. you know, these, yeah. So I'd be selling brownies on the street and, you know, I'm going to say something. Business wasn't necessarily brisk. I had to bring in some shills. Right. So some what? So, you know, I'd have people come and, you know, shills, they would come and buy stuff oh, and be me. like, oh, my, this is such amazing brownies on the street. This child here who makes such great brownies. Oh, my God. And who are these you? people? 
uh, these were like my mom's friends. So all my mom's Jewish yeah. friends from the city would come, yeah, like Sandy go. Abrams, you know, Esther yeah. Ann, Susan Kessler. They would all come and be like, oh, my God. These have brownies you seen, are to die have for. Have you seen this? I have never eaten such a <laughs> oh wonderful brownie. Have you, Sheila? Boy, it's to die for. <laughs> exactly. I, Look at this exactly. beautiful child with his wax eyebrows. Well, you know, the thing is, I, I learned something. I, You know, my cousin, my cousin owned <laughs> – a uh, a good humor truck, one of the old fashioned ones with the little bell, yeah, you know, yeah. like the not not a Mister Softy, and so like this is still around that time. Like sometimes I'd go to the park and I would sell good humor ice cream from the truck, and our our saying was uptown ice cream at downtown prices. Ooh. So I kind of mm-hmm. worked that little into my brownies. I'd be like, you know, gotcha. uptown brown. Now it's it's odd saying this in 2022, but in 1982, this had a place. This had a mm-hmm. place, you know. Yes. So what I did is I, I will say, so I started doing it at night because I thought I'd make more money. Plus, tell, you know, you know, people tell John, out. Tell John drinking. about your, your famous customer. Oh, I'm going to. I am. I am. Are you kidding <laughs> me? Gear, because this is, this, is a, this is a moment. <laughs> this is a moment of my I life. Don't have to, I don't have to be I, back I, to work until 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. You can talk all you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, I, I need to know if this is actually true or not. I, I, no, start, head, start like, with the one you can tell happen? us. Oh, I am. So what happened? No, Theo, you think you're forgetting one. I know. You talked about this a little bit because I don't know if you can say the name. Oh, well, I know what you're going to – but I'm not – you'll just see. Let me me see. How about this? All I'm going to say because I don't mean to be a pain in the butt, but let me put it this way. I will not say the person's name, (laughs) but if John Kelly asked me for the name – I'm going to give it to him. Okay. All right? That's all I'm saying. If John Kelly, right. if I can convince John <laughs> that he needs the name, yeah. I'm going to give it well, to him. All okay, right? This is, this so is how I, I get I was, around this. This is how I get around this. You know, like I say things like, <laughs> I don't want to name the actor I had to get to the party, but his name began with G, and it ended with Gregory Peck. <laughs> so if you could say, like, uh, the know, name began so, with... Like S and ended with mm-hmm. Teve Lawrence, mm-hmm. you know, like something like that, you know. Yes. What I'm so, well, you know, here's the thing: it's going to be very surprising because I don't know how you're going to feel about this. So, I, you know, it's about. So, I started selling on Columbus Avenue, right? Columbus Avenue at 73rd Street. Uh, this is in, you know, back in the go-go, you know, 80s of New York, a little mm-hmm. bit rough, a little bit tumble. And I would Uh go out there and had my whole spiel, right? I did this like whole spiel. I'd be like, listen, everybody, I'm doing a sample survey because, you know, uh, this storefront that you see here that's closed, you know, we're thinking of renting it. And if you like my brownies, you know, this would be great, you know, and my shills would come and I'd have all this stuff. And, you know, so (laughs) we we have teddy bear brownies, right? And, And so I started getting a little, you know, starting feeling confident. So I'm out there. It's about, you know, I don't know, eight o'clock. It's a little dark. Now, when I was younger... And I'm saying this to John and Tim. I don't know how you know if you know how adolescence works, but oh, you know, yeah. I I did not have hair. I, I didn't have hair on my face, right? I was very clean, right? I had but that's a, because your mom hair. was throwing wax on it. <laughs> yeah, there was wax everywhere. I had great eyebrows, great eyebrows, and I don't know, John, if you could see, I have very long eyelashes, John. You need to see. You see those? Like some people say, you're, I'm the Elizabeth Taylor of Jewish boys. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But we'll say, we oh my s- God. let's pretend we see mm-hmm. them. Oh, those are wonderful yeah, we, eyelashes. Well, I, uh, you see what yeah. I mean? Well, they're, well, they're thick. I trust Tim's opinion. I mean, I'm sure Tim. Probably the reason why he put you on the yes. podcast was because of your eyelashes. 
Yes, I he just wanted to, to see exactly. them. He they speak for themselves. He they speak for themselves. He said to me, John, we got to have this guy on the podcast. You should see his eyelashes. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, you know, I, I need to like maybe say also that I didn't get to pick my clothes as a child. Right. right. I mean, I don't know my about goodness. you, but I mean, like, like when my Forget son. Forget the restaurant. Up, I want to know. OK, yeah. well, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, Tobias, whatever you want to wear, you wear. Right. That's my kid. Yeah. You want to wear. Mm-hmm. My mom would be like, this is what you're wearing. I'm like, all right. So my mom, it was a hot <laughs> I day. Can't that up, Bernie, you know, yeah. it's a hot night. She's like, why don't you wear? Why don't you wear your lovely short sleeve? pink polo shirt i'm like okay mom you know what mom's no best i'm gonna wear the shirt and why don't you wear your pleated you know your pleated khaki, khaki. shorts those will yeah, look really yeah. great with a yeah. yeah khaki shorts with a braided belt that will look fantastic so i'm wearing this outfit i'm out there i'm doing my thing right and i'm you know I haven't hit that age where I have this deep baritone voice that you guys are listening to. Maybe it's a little no. squeaky. And also, and this is going to be a shocker, I was a little pear-shaped. You know what I'm talking okay. about? Okay. Okay. So I had a little girth right here. Mm-hmm. So what that did right. is it caused a little um, heaviness up top, right? Let's just say a little heaviness on, on, up here. So I'm sitting there, and this gentleman is talking to me, right? And I have no guy. idea a what's going on. A young gentleman. A young gentleman. Probably like 22 yeah. or something like that. He had to be 20 or 22. Talking, he had to be a young guy, right? You already know. He's like a young guy. Because he's and in he, Grizzly you know, 2. We know he's in Grizzly 2, but okay, let's yeah. go. Well, he, we're talking and we're <laughs> hanging out and he's like sitting there. And I mean, he's being super pleasant. And I'm like, oh, yeah, hey, man, what's up? And I'm like, he's like, hey, I'm just hanging out. I got a big audition tomorrow for all my children. I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. I'm like, you know what? The soap opera my mom watches. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking and stuff. And, you know, at the same time, you know, it's getting late. And now I'm being picked on by some young Young youths, right? Uh-oh. Some street youths yeah. are now picking on me. They're like trying to steal my brownies. They're taking right. my samples, all this stuff, right? And mm-hmm. I mean, this guy is like, man, you better watch out. I'm like, I know, I hear you. And you know, the guys that come and they steal one of my brownies and they start running. And I'm like, you motherfuckers, you could suck my dick, you fucking <laughs> cock sucking assholes, right? Yes. All of a sudden, I look at the guy and he looks at me. He's like, you're a dude? And I'm like, yeah, I'm a dude. And I was like, he's like, oh, okay. And then he just kind of slowly got out of there. Now, and this is all I'm saying. This is all I'm saying. And this is the most important part. I feel, I feel that I saw him on television within the, like, within the two years of that incident. He was on a show called Roseanne, right? Or Facts of Life. I thought I saw him and I'm like, because I was a big Facts of Life guy. Who of didn't course. like Mindy, Tootie, Blair, all those <laughs> exactly. people? And yeah. I, I, even and Joe, Joe the lesbian. Yeah. And I'm watching. Yeah, even Joe <laughs> and Mrs. Garrett. Let's not forget. I know that show backwards and forwards. You know, I like when they go and they buy the bong and they tell them it's the jelly bean holder. And then Tootie buys the jelly bean holder. It's a terrific it's episode. Television. Anyway. Wait, wait. Tootie buys an actual <laughs> bong. What? Wait, what was it? What did they so say what was? happened is Blair and Joe go to the city. They buy a bong, bong right? They, they bring it back. Well, what happens is Tootie and Mindy see it, and they're like, what's that? And they're like, oh, it's a jelly bean holder. Don't worry jelly about it. Jelly bean holder. And then they go to the city and get Reagan. a jelly bean holder, and Miss Garrett sees it. And then I don't know if, like, this was, like, the time where, like, Nancy Reagan would come mm-hmm. on shows and be like, just yes. say no. she did do but that. Anyway, that she but anyway. But that's up? just a pr- yeah, but she was there. So this is just to prove that I was a fan of Facts of Life and that I watched it. And this guy might have been on it. It could have been him or it could have been someone who kind of looked like him who was but, on a kind of a Fuller House type of show. You know what I'm saying? No, no yeah. wasn't he on Roseanne? 
You know, guy like in other words, good-looking guys with a kind of semi-mullet. Semi, you know what I'm saying? Very dark mullet. Very, that's all I'm very saying. Very Greek, swarthy, Mediterranean-looking, and that's all exactly. you're going to Could have been kinda on like a, a, kind of like a, how a I look I now. Kind of like how right. I look now. You know, but I would like to just say is I don't know if it were these guys or not. All I want is I would just love to you know want, if it was. That's all. That's oh, all. What? I just want to know if it was him or not. That's it. Just want to know. I don't know if it's true or not. I just but want wait. to know it could. Yeah, it could have been Tim. I don't even know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I am that old. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, but why, yes. How did how did how did Tony Randall steal your? Wait, I get no. I feel like I'm getting left out of this conversation. (laughs) No, like John, I'm here with you, John. I love you, you, John. Like, have any recollection in your mind of like maybe a van with an open side door running? You know, and they thought you were a girl, and then all of a sudden the van wasn't there anymore when they found out you were a guy. I think that might have been. Well, you know, I was pretty feisty. Wasn't there a van just here with the side door around the engine running? Where'd that van van go? (laughs) I mean, the thing is, then also, I guess the thing is, I guess I had a lot of trouble with people, you know, because when I, I guess what, what Tim wants to know about is like all the, you know, I guess you would say that not only do urban youth steal from me, but. You know, Tony Randall was also a, a, a potential customer. You know, Tony Randall, wonderful. You know, the odd couple, mm-hmm. saw all yes. of those multiple times. Mm-hmm. He Love lives Sydney. in Dakota. I was mm-hmm. selling brownies in front of Dakota, at, at, right? And he comes out, yeah. you know, he comes by and he's like, oh, what a pleasant, you know, I mean, I'm not going to do him, but he's like, oh, what a pleasant booth. This is so great. Oh, come on, do you it. You know, may I, may I, I'm, ma'am, I can't do it. But I'm like, he's like, may I have a brownie? I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, of course you may have a brownie. Here you go, Tony Randall. And he takes the brownie and he doesn't, he just keeps walking. Oh. He doesn't pay. Oh. He just kept walking. Did he I was have like, a gel- did, I was like, was what he, just happened? Was he, did, he, did he have a jelly bean holder? Did he no. Have a- <laughs> I have no idea. I was, was, like, he very, I was, like, was wait. he incredibly I was high? Like, <laughs> he was great. I mean, he probably, I don't know. You know, back then I had no idea what high was. This is before mm-hmm. I went to, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I, I thought he bought about- one. I didn't know he stole one. I made that joke not knowing. I thought he bought oh, a brown. Oh, no, he. No, he, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, people, you know, celebrities think they can get away with Moida. You know, that's 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 all I have to say about that. But, uh, yeah, no, that is, you know, I, I would say that that is, uh, you know, the the brownie industry is a tough industry to break into when you're, you know, 12 years old selling brownies illegally on the street. You really I didn't really you yes. know, I wasn't I was destined for failure here. You know what I mean? How many uh, you know, how many times were you were you mugged? Only twice, those two times. But I will say, by Tony Randall oh. and street use. Only those but, two. Uh, only by Tony Randall and a few <laughs> street thugs. Street but, thugs okay. but I will say this: the whole summer, I, <laughs> I mean, I worked my ass off all summer to make like I think I made like two hundred and thirty dollars after everything was said and done. A whole summer worth. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm surprised I'm still in the business. Yeah. Well, Tony Randall, he no people don't know this, but he had a whole gang of street thugs. They probably that was probably his street thugs that stole your brownie to begin with, and then he just went, you know. No, I, I, went, I feel he might have been. What was the guy from Oliver Twist? Fagan, maybe he was like a Fagan. You know, he had all his, you know, he had all oh. street urchins. You know, I mean, John, how are you doing, John? I feel like well, I'm doing John fine. Howard things with you. 
Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing How's fine. How's upstate? Oh, it's fine. We had some really rough yeah, right, weather so- go through today, and it was like, people were like, there's going to be a tornado. There's going to be a tornado. I was like, look, I saw the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Everything turned out fine. Don't worry about freaking tornadoes. <laughs> Exactly. Well, you know, if you and we have that I story. Mean, that, <laughs> I did just see Wicked recently, so I mean, I'm with you on that. You, know, I have yet to you see know. that. I have never seen that. Well, you know, my, my son has an interest in musical theater. Really, I, I didn't even book. know because you know, I mean, my mom, you know, it, you know, John, if you ever want to see theater, you know, a Jewish mother just takes his kid to theater. Like I saw so many musicals growing up. It was crazy. Oh. That was like every, all the time. Yeah. That's all. Oh yeah. I was born, I was born in the Bronx and like I had oh. a, a great aunt, Irish Catholic, you know, and really let's say the only difference between Jews and Catholics are Jews with born, Jews are born with guilt and Catholics are taught it in school. And yeah, so I had that like mm-hmm. great aunt, <laughs> that great aunt with more money than God who was from Park Slope and would like take me to, she took you to see They Shoot Horses. She, they Shoot Horses, don't they? Because she thought it was a Western. <laughs> she took me to see O Calcutta because she thought it was about Gandhi. <laughs> so, let's <laughs> see. So, yes, sir. We only want to, we only want to take an hour of your time and I want. You to tell. Well, you, I'm you hoping you told me a little bit of, for the love of God about this 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 high school story. All right, <clears throat> so uh, John, we got to go. Ready to hear back in time and uh, what? Are you willing to tell us how old you were? I'm not sure if I was 14 or 13. You know what I mean? You're 14 or 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was 14 or 13. Okay. I went You're to going this, to high school w- where in in uh, Manhattan. Am I allowed? To, am I? Oh my God, no! I mean, I I went to this high school. That's uh, I you know I I. I <laughs> Uh, okay, so I went to this high school called Horace Mann. It's a private school up in the Bronx. Yo, Jay Kelly, what's yes. up? Uh, it's in the Bronx, yes. uh, in Riverdale. <laughs> not the, uh, no, not, that's not the Bronx is, uh, I was it, raised in, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, it's a different Bronx, trust me. I, I like Whenever I'm trying to hide the fact I went to Horace Mann, yeah. I'm always like, went to school in the Bronx, buddy. Yeah, I'm that's what I say when I'm just like, let's Where not talk about Riverdale Day School. <laughs> 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 yeah. So I, I, grew I, went, up to, I went to Horace Mann. No, Riverdale Day School. <laughs> I, right? And it's kind of crazy because, you know, all these kids who are in my class did all these kind of amazing things. And it's kind of like all the time I'm just like, I don't want to know. Like, you know, they, they you know, they, they've all had uh, wonderful careers. But my school is also, you know, known for like molesting at this point. Like, you know, it's kind of crazy. You went, like, to, you went I, to a Catholic school? No, that's the thing is all these people are getting molested and I had joke. no idea. No. <laughs> but you're the one that your mom dressed yeah. up all nice and waxed. Yeah, and but you know you what? I guess you just weren't attractive I'm going to be you. honest with you. I mean, to be honest <laughs> with you, I was wearing husky clothes in high school. All right? Oh, okay. I mean, there, I had some issues. You know, you I mean, it's kind of weird. You know, my mom... I well, I mean, not just pear shaped. But you see, here's the thing: is I'm not sure I was that big. But what my mom did is there was this huge obese guy who was a year ahead of me, who was we were friends with his with his uh, with his mom, and my mom would be like, "Why don't you give me his clothes and I'll just give them to Teddy?" Right? That's me. I'm Teddy. So wow. what would happen is they were all these yes. husky clothes, and they would reach my knees. You know what I'm talking about? The shirt would reach no, my knees. No. They were just ginormous shirts. So, I mean, I got to be honest with you. I was uh, overweight wearing horrible. I, 
you know, luckily I was so unattractive and so unprepared for adolescence that I was ignored not only by the teachers, but by the kids. So it was great. I had all, you know, I was. And the molesters. And the molesters. So you know what? Maybe in the end, not such a bad thing. My mom, you know, forced me to become this. Yeah, you know. Uh, But yes, I will take it. I will just say this. Do I have to, a little disclaimer. Obviously, I think molestation is a terrible thing. And I think Tim's joke was terrible. And I just think that Tim really <laughs> made light of molestation. Yes. And I just want to say I take I'm it very sorry. seriously. Uh, okay? And I want to you know, go, I, I, I go on record as saying we are not a pro-molestation <laughs> podcast. We are not, not a pro-molestation okay. podcast. <laughs> uh, so I think what Tim is referring to is I'm in high school. I'm around 14. And so what we try to do is our high school, uh, this Horace Mann High School, uh, I think what they want to do is they want to get these kids to commune with nature, right? Because when mm-hmm. you grow up in, you know, the urban jungle, right. so to speak, uh, you don't really get that. So they had this, they had this, uh, like, I don't want to call it campus, but they had this land that was donated to them oh. uh, called if John Tony, Door if Tony, Nature Sorry, if Tony Randall can steal your, your brownie, can rob you of your brownies, <laughs> you need to get toughened up. Can I just say something about the Tony Randall thing? Like, what if you were, like, raising yeah. money for, like... <laughs> Soviet refugee Jewish children, and like Tony Randall's like taking that Once money again. away from the Soviet refugee Jewish children. <laughs> I I, I, for, first of all, you're talking about Tony Randall, American legend, American treasure. I yes. don't think he could do any wrong. I mean, if there's anybody who could steal a brownie and get away with it, it's Tom Hanks and Tony Randall. Tom period. Hanks. You know right. what I'm saying? He's he was on the level. And by the way, I mean, yeah. I, I, I have to say, I don't know about you, but I watched – I can't even believe I watched so much uh, Odd Couple that when I saw him going oh, away, yeah. I was like, eh, yeah. Felix, can, Felix can have it. You know what I mean? Anyway, <laughs> let me tell you about high school. Anyway, I'm sorry. I derailed you. <laughs> I derailed. Let me tell I'll you about my, 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 my shitty high school experience. Uh, so, you know, uh, so, you know as, I wasn't – as you can imagine right now. I think I've given you no indication that I was a popular or well-adjusted child. Let's just say that at 14, I was kind of quiet, still finding my way, you know, it was post, uh, you know, bar mitzvah season, going into like high adolescence. And we go to this thing, it's like in nature, and you're supposed to go with a week, right? And you go for a week and you go with your uh, language class. So you don't go behind in language, right? Okay. But, you know, whatever. This is a sleepover thing. It's seven days. You're there for seven days. And the person who runs it, God bless, very nice man. But when I was younger, he was a Vietnam vet, right? And we all had this like idea back then in like 1983, 1984. You're always like, yo, man, you got to watch out for those vets. You got to watch out for the Vietnam vets, man. You got to watch out. They're crazy. You know what I mean? I heard he's shell-shocked. I heard he's shell-shocked, man. Yeah, I heard he did some so. shit. I heard he did some shit in Nam. You don't want to fuck with him. He's crazy. Yeah, when he stares at you, man, when he stares at you, it's just don't don't look away. Blink. Treat him like a cat. Just blink. If he blinks, you blink. Just, fucking, just don't. Yeah, just listen to him. I mean, before going, this guy's reputation was terrifying. You're just like, all right. And it was like basically him and, and like a bunch of like, uh, how should I say, it? like hippie women running this like nature oh, lab okay. where you would like, Right. Where you'd like go and you'd like look at micro samples. Yeah. Like they're going mushrooms and you go in the woods and talk about mushrooms and bugs and animals and leaves. <laughs> and you would like try to learn each other and talk to each other. And like there were all these like I, I guess nowadays would be like some helpful seminars where people would be like, 
yes, uh, we're going to go around the table and everybody's going to talk about their dreams. And, you know, we're going to do <laughs> I wish statements now, okay? And everybody's going to write their eulogy by the time we're done here, all right? Oh, Jesus. So you're like, wait, I'm only 14. I'm only 14. But anyway, uh, so my, my mom uh, was like, I don't want you going on this trip. You are not smart enough. You're going to like, what's going to happen is you're going to fall behind. You're going to fall. You're going to fall behind in French class. And God forbid, you're going to wax your eyebrows out there in the woods. Exactly. What's going to happen? You're just not smart enough. You know, it was like, almost like she's like, I can't hire a tutor for everything. And I'm like, mom, I think I can handle it. You know, everyone else does like, no, we're going to, you know what you're going to do? We're gonna we're gonna get devise a plan for you to leave there as soon as possible. And me, I was just like, uh, okay, what are we doing? And my mom's like, all right. When I was younger, we had ways to get out of school. Here's what we're gonna do. We're mom, gonna put. I can't fake this, it's kind of funny because. <laughs> so I can't fake. So, so my, I can't fake so my mom. Yeah, and it's kind of crazy. So my mom and my cousin Kenny come over to the house, and they're like, all right. Now, have you ever heard of ink? Now, this is funny because when I was telling. I didn't realize I forgot what these are called, but my mom's like, have you ever heard of ink blotters? I'm like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Ink blotters. It's like the cardboard that you use for the desk. We're going to cut some yes. insole shapes for your shoes. Now, if you put if you put blotters in your shoes, you're going to get a fever. It's perfect. Nice, low grade fever. <laughs> It'll be about 100 degrees. I'm like, uh, uh, OK. So like this. And, you know, oh, so they yeah, start like and, I mean, this is and the weirdest part is it's like I'm not even cutting these out. My mom is cutting out the platters. <laughs> like I'm just watching her. Like, what's happening here? What? Why have you organized this? What? Is, please. So she starts cutting out the nice like shoe shape and like fitting it in and like trimming it. And my cousin is. And then they're like, "All right, you're gonna get there. You get there Friday, right after school. The key is now. This is back in the day. You know, we. You know, no one had a car. My parents didn't have a car. They're like, look. We're get, we, we got you got to get sick on a certain day because we can only rent a car for a certain time. Right. I'm going to rent the car on the day you get sick. So we need to have a plan here. All right. What you know, you're going to have to. And plus, I don't want you to miss Monday. So I need you to get sick by Sunday. All right. Jesus. Sunday. And I'm like, Mom, it's Friday to Sunday. This is like tight schedule, tight schedule. Right. And I'm like, holy crap. And I'm like, yeah. So she gives me this. She's like, I'm putting the blotters in your shoes. We're going to start you off. You're going to get a fever right now. And I'm like, all right. This is, by the way, this is leading up the whole week. And then on Thursday night, before I go, she gives me this bottle uh, of, of something called Ipecat syrup, right? Yes. Yep. And I don't know if you know what Ipecat syrup is, but it's like, yes. oh my yes. God, I ingested poison. It makes you throw up. She's like, I'm going to give you this bottle of Ipecat syrup. I bought it. When you go, Take a little bit. You're going to throw up. But don't worry. You just get, you're not real sick. You're just going to throw up. And I'm like, what? I'm like, why do you have Ipecat syrup in the house? Like, what, what's going on here? And it was like this kind of crazy old jar of Ipecat syrup. It was like, it was like the hot oh, wax. Yeah. It was like, had, you know, like it had drippings on the side. Like, was it really closed? It probably has expired like 15 years. Right, like, it was yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, was I, your, I'm just like, was this, your whole family synchronizing obedient. watches for when they had to rent yeah, the car like, and when you're supposed to well, throw like, up. Right. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm obedient and I don't know what to do. Right. right? So I'm, I'm there. I'm like, all right. And my, this is the craziest. Like my mom 
still packs me this giant suitcase right. as if I'm going to be there for like <laughs> eight days. I've got, and I'm like, this is a really detail. big flaw. Oh, I put it, I yeah, put it, but wax the problem is, I'm the one now. carrying this. <laughs> <laughs> I had to carry it to school. I had to carry it around. I'm carrying it. I mean, I'm carrying this bag for miles. And it's like, because you get there and they're like, all right, first thing we're going to do is everybody's going to carry their bag one mile to the hut. And you're like, what? And I'm like, my God, my mom just packed us. If I was going to be here for 18 days, this is insane. So anyway, we, we, my, mom, my mom gives me the prep on Thursday. Friday rolls around. I'm ready. I have my bag. I got my blotters in. I have extra blotters or, you know, in, my, in my suitcase. And I got the Ipecats here and I'm ready. And now we're on the bus going up there. And I don't really have too many friends. And I remember, rest in peace, Matt Brudner. He was sitting next to me. I'm like, Matt, um, my mom <laughs> wants me to uh, – I need to tell someone. I, I, my mom wants me to, to get sick. I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how – because Matt was totally sympathetic. Matt was like, yeah. oh, man, I don't want to be here either. I want to get out of here. And I'm like, well, I'm not sure I don't want to be here. I just My mom doesn't want me to be here. And he's like, no, no, we're going to – you know what? We're going to do this. This is going to be great. All right. You know what? I'm going to be your coach. We're going to make oh, this no. happen. And I'm like, all right, Matt, I appreciate it. Let's do this. So we, we get up there and we, we lug it in. And what happens? I'm trudging around the bladders. We're doing some stuff, right? Day one, we're hiking. You know, it's an evening hike. We have a little dinner okay. Saturday morning. We do a little, we're going to do the stream hike. And now I'm starting mm-hmm. to get nervous. I'm starting to, and now I have the Ipecat bottle in my bag. And I'm feeling my head, and I'm like, Matt, how does my head feel? Matt's like, I don't know. I don't know what a fever should feel like. I'm like, that's right. We're 12 year old, we're 13 year old boys. Like, what the hell? But I'm like, feel my head. So we're just like conspiring the whole time. We go on this hike, and the entire time, I'm like, when do I take it? When do I take it? When do I have to be done tomorrow? It's like, well, you got. It's got to be natural. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you know, maybe wait uh, after lunch. So you know, maybe we'll think you get food poisoning. I'm like, I'm like, all right, that's a really good idea. So we're at lunch. And After we're eating, lunch? and, oh, and no. I, no, no, no. Well, hold on. We eat lunch, and I'm sitting there, and there's this big vat of hot chocolate, and I'm like, do I mm. put it in the hot chocolate? Do I just get everybody oh, sick? God. And I'm like thinking, man, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'll just get everybody sick, and then I'll just, I'll just blend in. I'll blend in. Everybody will be throwing up. It'll be great. This is, and we'll this all is be able like to go. A, a novella you're writing. Theo. It's a great, by the way, it's a great idea. I got to say that my mom's idea was I'm, very short-sighted. I'm, my idea yeah, I'm was like, bound. think about it. I, it's suspicious yeah. right away if I immediately throw up. So we go there and I think about it. Matt's going, no, no, don't do that. Don't do it. That's the worst idea you've ever had. I'm like, all right, great. So I have it in my pocket and now it's, it's evening time. We just and by the way, it's evening time. We're having dinner. We're drinking now. We're we're in. We're at the round tables. Everybody goes to their separate rooms, and we're at all these all these people are tables of ten, big You're round tables write your of obituaries. ten. We're we're in that process. You know, one of the uh, hippy dippy ladies is there, and she's just like. Yo, man, what's up? Like, this is great. You know, you guys don't really know you're communing with nature, but now we really need to communicate with ourselves. All right, are they, are these, let's commune with you're... ourselves. All right, is that does that pretty convincing? Right, there's a this pretty convincing. This sounds like also the beginning the of Theo's favorite porn. Uh, movie. Yeah, <laughs> oh, boy. we're communing. We're communing. <laughs> So I'm were sitting the hip, there. Were and hippie I, ladies attractive? I want to know a little bit about the, the scene. I mean, to be honest with you, you have to understand. 
There is no period where this happens because, well, A, I'm young. B, I'm wearing Husky mm-hmm. shirts. C, I've been doing – I've been hiking, which is for a Husky man, nothing he should be doing. I then, mm-hmm. I then go into the bathroom while we're writing and I take okay. my first – and I take a big swig of the Ipecat syrup. And, I, and it kind of tastes like shit. I'm like, oh, I'll drink it. I put it back in my pocket. I sit down. And I'm writing and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, my God, who cares about my life? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? And like nothing's happening. Right. And it's been like mm-hmm. a half hour. And Matt knows what I did. And Matt's looking at me like, dude, what's happening? I'm like, I, like- I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm like sitting there and the woman's like, all right, you know, uh, Lisa, why don't you read from, you know, your inner thoughts? And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm just got to go to the bathroom again. You know, I'm feeling not feeling it. I go in and oh, my God, I take another huge swig uh, of Ipecat syrup. Oh no. Now, once again, I have no idea what I am doing, like right. just zero. <laughs> so we're, we're sitting at the table. We're, we're sitting there. And we're writing and we're talking and we're writing. Next thing I know, I feel this, like my eyes start to glass over and all of a sudden I, I start Uh-oh. just like, like my eye, like just start tears coming out. I don't understand why. And all of a sudden my, mm-hmm. you can hear my stomach. You can hear it. You can hear it. It's like hearing uh. Old Faithful before it erupts, right? So you hear this thing and then oh, all no. of a sudden, like with, I mean, it's like without warning, without warning, no. this incredible, Eruption. I mean, incredible, forceful stream of like spew just goes straight across a 10 person table. And I mean, oh, hits across? basically the woman straight across from me, oh. like not the woman, but like the students, that's, you know what that's like? Uh, I've just oh my, thrown yeah. up on my, on my adolescent classmates and oh. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then what happens is I can't stop throwing up and i mean when i say i can't stop i mean i'm like (laughs) and i'm like just sitting there now i'm standing up and i'm just throwing up on the table and the hippie woman is like what the fuck are you doing get the fuck outside get the fuck and i'm like i can't blow just and i'm just throwing up and she grabs me from under the arm starts dragging me dragging me outside and just puts me over the banister of the stairs she just starts throwing up and i wouldn't stop throwing up for about 25 minutes and it was like this color of purple i don't even know but it was like purple and i'm just throwing up and i said like they're like oh my god you know are you okay and i'm like i don't know they're like all right we gotta take your temperature and i'm like all right and and i i'm like all right and wouldn't you fucking know it? My temperature was 100.1 on the fucking <laughs> oh nose. Oh, my God. And I'm like, holy Mom, shit. you're I'm amazing. Like, what? I'm like, all right. And, <laughs> and they're like, amazing. And then all of a sudden, like, they put me in isolation. They put me in the uh, – <laughs> And what COVID. they do is they put me in the pantry room, right? <laughs> like, I'm in candy room. And, and here's where it gets even worse. They put me in the pantry room. And they basically they're like, it, which is in like where the cafeteria is and all this other stuff. And it's basically like I would say like a, a big janitor's closet, right? And they're in there and the doors closed and like I am like, and they have me like in some sleeping bag and it's smelly and it's weird and Oof. I don't feel bad. And now I haven't eaten in hours, right? right? They won't uh-huh. let me eat anything. I just threw up everything, <laughs> right? And so what I do now it's like midnight. I sneak out of the room and I go across the kitchen. And I, I find the box of Entenmann's donuts. Oh. 
and I grab the box of, and I grab the box of Edmonds Stone as I close and I walk back to the pantry. You're like, so desperate. What You'll was I going to do? Is this like, is this, this is like a pro like, this is like, I'm like, there's like the crime, right. like where that's powdered donuts yeah. too. So what am I going to do with it? It's going to be, it's going right. to be evidence everywhere. Either it was a Coke right. party or a donut right. yeah, party. And so I'm sitting there and I, and I get it in, and I get it in there. And I mean, I swear to God, I, I take, I, I rip the little off the, the little latch. And all of a sudden the woman storms open the door and they're the hippie women. And they're like, what is going on in here? And I'm like, I, I just, I was hungry. Do- donuts, donuts. You're going to eat donuts. If you're hungry, you can have like an apple. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just like, and then they like just slam, like take the donuts. Oh and I'm like, but I'm thirsty. And they're like, you could drink in the morning. And they just shut the door. I, mean, I guess they like they had to clean up the throw up for like right. hours. Because I mean, I threw up all go. over the inside. Commune with that. I commune so, with that, kids. I think. <laughs> exactly. I think. So I think Theo I mean, is still uh, explaining his favorite porn movie plot. That's all I want to say. And, and, uh, and you still the, you won't tell us whether these hippie ladies are attractive well, or I mean, cute. I just want to know. I, well, I just you know the you thing is, answer. I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't want to say anything. You know, could they okay. be like Edie Burkell? Oh, okay. Just you say that. Just say that. Just say that, Theo. Just say that. But it wasn't Edie Burkell. It wasn't Edie Burkell. The love of God. So, you know, but they would wear those skirts probably and dance in a circle where the skirt yes. went really high like a top, which I cannot stand. I don't know why. I just like I hate the hippie dance thing. Anyway, so here. So what happened is okay. they call my mom. My mom's like, oh, what a surprise. I have to come there and pick him up on Sunday. Oh, what a surprise. Guess what? I, my mom has already rented the car from Hertz and is ready yes. going to be picking up. So uh, what then the next morning I see Matt. And Matt's like, give me the Ipecat. I'm like, what? He's like, give me the Ipecat. I want to do it. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and so You're getting everybody what, hooked on Ipecat. So what happens is Matt. So then all of a sudden, the, all these kids start taking the Ipecat oh. syrup to get out of Plot being twist. there. Plot like twist. four <laughs> people after me took that Ipecat syrup and got out. Like They all went down on Monday. Like they all, everybody was like. I guess, you know, we got sick from Theo and I destroyed the entire <laughs> door experience for everybody. No, no, you and did I not. You, say, Theo, you did not destroy it. Your mother destroyed it. <laughs> I mean, and I want to just say, and I will, I mean, I really mean this from the bottom of my heart. If John, if John, the director of door, when I was there, could ever possibly get back to him that he could even hear this for one second. No, how bad, how bad I felt for how I thought he was and what I did to their fucking cabin. Because I I mean, oh, my God. And the fact that I lied to everybody. Holy shit. But anyway, I was back on school on Monday and everybody was like. Man, I heard you really threw up at door. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah I did. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even know how they heard that. I had, a, I had, a, yeah, I had like exactly 100.1 temperature. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, I, 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 uh, that's, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's how my mom treated, uh, you know, the, the school process. And, and you want to actually, you know, it's kind of the most amazing part of the whole thing is on the way home, my mom had looked up a place, a really nice, like, uh-huh. uh, upstate, because upstate place to eat, like, whatever in Connecticut. So it was, like, one of these, like, little, like, Yankee Doodle, like, white clapboard, yeah. like, houses mm-hmm. where yes. they do, like, nice chowders yes. and, and pot soups roast. and yeah. turkey. Yeah. And we had, like, a really, we, yeah, pot roast. We had a wonderful lunch. <laughs> And a wonderful you did a good huge job, lunch. Son. That's with like your chips and all this, and we're like, yeah, this is crazy. 
like, yeah, man. Uh, and I just like to say that I'm, I'm not fluent in French, probably nor mathematics. So, I mean, I don't know if my mom did what if she, if, if, yeah, there you go. So, in the end, this was just mm-hmm. like an episode of Laverne and Shirley. It, it, no, it is like, you know, oh my what could God. possibly you know, go wrong? Well, here you go. I'm just going to get, can I just give you my one theory about Laverne and Shirley? Just may I? That is a show about, okay. it's a show that was ahead of its time because it was about two Jewish women, but they weren't allowed to say they were Jewish. So they had to be, you know, they had to be other ethnicities, right? right? right. But they were getting into Jewish kinds of situations. Yes. They were also in a Jewish, you know, a Jewish city at the time doing, you know, but they were like, I mean, Shamil Shamazel. Yeah. What what Catholic person says Shamil Shamazel? No, yeah. they were Jews, but they, yeah, you know, they this could, is just were, telling you how far Jews have made it. it, it it's not, there's it's not it was passing. a closeted That's Jew when show. African-American people would like pass as Caucasian. A- exactly. It's something along those. There's a word mm. for it, though, um, but I can't think of what it is. I did want to give you, yeah, this, this episode is brought to you by Pex. I love. Yes, tell about Pex, for the love of God. 455, uh, 455A Myrtle Avenue between Washington and Waverly. What do we mean, Tim, that you like? What do you like, Tim, from Pex? I had, I caught, I'll give you a free advertisement. I think I caught COVID about five times, and every time I caught COVID, I walked over to Pex and coughed on everybody and bought the matzo ball soup, and it cured me every time. Thank you. Well, I do uh, love your your matzo ball soup, to be serious. Oh, my uh, God. By the way, have you... You gotta what? try our babka buns. Now, well, you know, you know, it's really funny. I can go right in the, I can go right in the shilling. It's really quick. It's just like my next mode. Uh, now I'm gonna time. shill. Sorry. Oh my god! Wait. <laughs> Have you tried the babka buns? They, you know, we do donuts on Wednesday. Hump day donut. Oh my I god! Do. Our I banana bread's legendary. We make the greatest muffins in the world, and I hate muffins. The cherry ride, the corn, the chocolate chip, the blueberry, gluten-free, banana walnut. Holy crap. Where do we get such great pastries? Everything made in-house. I do love it's the amazing. carrot cake muffin. Oh, my the God. Ve- the you vegan. Wanna, if you want to get fat, muffin. we have great breakfast sandwiches. The turkey what? <laughs> the turkey club? What? Oh, God. We, have the you had the turkey club? club? The, the, I know. The egg it's with cheese the wild and bacon? Style. Oh, my God. The egg with cheese and bacon? John, I know. I chase, John, when are you listen, coming I to chase, Pex, John? Our, our prices are insane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I not mean, lying. I, he used to go to Crazy Eddie. And you know what? Crazy Eddie went to Ratner's. There you go. Did he really? Now, okay, Bring it now all that, back. Crazy Eddie that, used to go to did, Ratner's. Is that full circle or what? If you could get Crazy Eddie that's, and Tom Carvel to come to Ratner's, I would be that would that would be like the most <laughs> I want that would be the most not Tom Carvel but definitely at Crazy Eddie are you kidding me to... flying saucers back in the day would crack your teeth they were so hard oh yes. anyway yes. that's uh, hey, a <laughs> cookie puss <laughs> I got your cookie puss what right here Tom yes, Carvel anyway. <laughs> well I mean this is All very right. pleasant I'm hoping John comes to the yes. city oh I will Tim yes. I will see you when you have some of our delicious breakfast sandwich pastry treats and more. Yes. Don't forget Heckish, which is on Heckish. 49 Willoughby, which is right by Fort Green Park and has homemade dog treats. Dog woof, treats. woof. Is this where you got, the, dog dog is is this where you got the dog, dog treat shaped like the meatball? Yes. Where, yes. That's a, that's a, mm-hmm. Yes, Theo. Mm-hmm. Thank Theo. you. That's a, Theo, I have a complaint. I, I sat down with oh my, my, my dog treat. I broke it in half. You know how big they are. Oh, I laid oh, down half, we do hear this half to my dog's soul. And all these birds yeah. were like hopping around, tweeting. I'm like, "Hi, happy birds! Hi, happy birds!" So Wait, were they, t- were they taking on? And souls? one of those birds came over, picked up my half a treat, and flew away with it. What? 
Son no, of a I guess bitch. what Tim is, I want my fifty cents birds, back. Tim. No, I guess no, I, I guess Look. what Tim is asking you, uh, Theo, is if every morning you go out and shoot the birds. <laughs> yes, get rid of these birds. Oh my god. You don't understand. I have no idea. <laughs> Before you open up I have no idea why anyone thinks the birds are cute. <laughs> Okay, oh open for business, folks. Wednesday means donuts. Come on in. I, no, Theo. I mean, Theo's I'm got some. Theo's the, got some bird seed with Epicat in it, and I think you can take care of these birds. Oh my God! You don't understand. <laughs> I got. We we actually had to get an owl for our house or our house our apartment. We got an owl to keep the pigeons away. Oh wow! We have owls. What? Fake owls. Fake owls. We have those plastic owls on our deck. Oh, I know. Epicat. You keep away like yes. custom, Epicat. <laughs> Epicat. Yeah, you know, you crumbs. Just yeah, Ipecat, my God. <laughs> you know what? Have you guys you never taken Ipecat? I no? had once, yeah. Man, you know what? Yeah. yeah, because you had poison or because you're like trying to lose I weight? Took, yeah, I was bulimic. Um, no, I had a um, – <laughs> oh, no, I had to because I, you you know, I was – I guess I was destined to be a drug addict at like even age three. I took a bottle. Of, I used to love to wait <laughs> to get sick. And one time I took a whole bottle of, the, you know, the orange St. Joseph's children's aspirin. And I ate a whole bottle of them, and my mother had to give me the Epicat. <laughs> they were tasty. Oh, they were so good. They were my mother comes into the room, just like as I'm putting, and it was like a full bottle too. And my mother comes into the bathroom just as oh I'm like God. putting like the second to last one in my mouth. And she's like, oh my God, what have oh, you done? And so of course she's dialing the phone. <laughs> you know, of course you don't take a kid to the emergency room. Which, you know, why but, would you do that? So somebody said, get Epicat, probably a, probably a good I mean, Jewish neighbor, said, get some Epicat. Go over to Theo's uh, mom's house, get that Epicat. It was some, well, I don't some even neighbor named Mrs. Is Peck, and of... she said, give him some Epicat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even, I don't know how this ties in, but you're reminding me of this time where I threatened my mom that I was going to eat a whole bottle of Tylenol when I was like 15. I was like, I'm going to eat this whole bottle of Tylenol. She's like, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Yes, yeah, so go ahead. Yeah, we have Ipecat. Just throw it up. Just throw it up. We, yep. we know throw it how to up. use. So, yeah. <laughs> give us time to wax your eyebrows there while you're while you're sick and bad. Yeah, while you're in medically induced coma. <laughs> see that? Oh, look at that smooth. You see that? <laughs> All right, Theo. We really got baby's bottom. We got to sorry to take you. Sorry to take so much of your time. No, I love your no, stories. I just have this to keep. Well, I think we. Best. I think. I think we can make a well, mini series out of Theo. Yes. Well, anytime, guys. I love talking. Uh, it was great talking with you guys. Thank you so it's much. It was so great is, to meet I, you. I've always wanted to experience this. Yeah, my pleasure. Goodbye, Theo. Thanks for being on the show. Bye. Bye. Okay, oh, John. That was, that was wonderful. An amazing was show. Good. I think we're going to have to skip it. And I know it's like the most popular segment of our show. We're probably going to have to skip the SETI Q&A this week just because we kind of went over on time. This oh, week. yeah. That's just for movies. Exactly. Exactly. Although we could have asked questions like who would have farted, who would be the most to fart in the elevator, the first to fart in the elevator. I'm guessing one of those hippie women at the retreat. Um, you know. Well, I think you were going to have a, you had your Tony Randall quiz, but we. We're Tony Randall have could fart in that. that yeah, no, anyway. So. Uh, no, a quiz. A quiz. Yeah. About that, okay. Maybe we'll come up with. Maybe, we'll, maybe I'll come up with a quiz next week. Like working Rock Hudson and Doris Day, you know how like they did those few movies all together. Yes. Well, what are we watching next? We week? are watching a nineteen. Why, why do you say that? We are watching a nineteen seventy three made for TV movie produced by Mr. Aaron Spelling, entitled mm-hmm. Satan's School for Girls. 
And, well, before you get, okay, before anybody starts getting, <laughs> it sounds more. I, I was going to say before anybody starts getting excited, it is not softcore porn. No, it's, it's just. It's not like one of Theo's. It's not stories. like one of Theo's stories. But anyway, Satan's school for girls. I mean, come on, he's like, <laughs> I'm in a camp. <laughs> These hippie ladies are. Grab, grabbing me and dragging me yeah, outside. Well, you know, I'm throwing up like the exorcist kid. <laughs> what kills me is that his mother came up with it. That's the, that's like the most funny part of the whole thing. Like his mother came up with this idea. He's, yes. he's you know he's talking the whole time like, oh, I guess right. I ruined the retreat. I'm like, no, your mother ruined the retreat. <laughs> yes. And I did not know about ink blotters and shoes. I'm gonna All have right. to I'm gonna have to research no. the science on uh, exactly a hundred point one. I gotta look into that. That was amazing. I think witchcraft was. Involved. I think it was some sort of yes, <laughs> Jewish folklore, anyway. like the golem is involved with it or something. <laughs> anyway, we, we gotta, gotta go, go Tim. Um, we have we have no we have no email, and if you want to email us, it said Seti Bimco with the e at gmail dot com, and we're on Twitter at Seti Bim and Instagram Seti underscore Bimco. Send us a letter and uh, complain about Theo's story. Mm-hmm. Or mine. Or Tim's. Oh, or mine. Yeah. There yeah. we go. And we're going to watch that movie next week. All right, okay. Tim, you have a great That's week. Good. We're done. Bye. Bye. So long. Seti Benko is a podcast by Tim Hamilton and John Kelly. Produced by Miss Lee. Music by Tim Hamilton. This has been a Pity Party Line production. Party Line. It's a party line.